From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is a mythological matchup between two mighty yet misunderstood creatures. Check the horizon and batten down the hatches because it's Kraken versus Cyclops. We've got writer, actor, and creator of Reverend Matt's Monster Science, Matt Kesson, here to defend the Kraken. Yes, the king of all the sea monsters. Let's get Kraken. I'm sorry, that was a terrible <laughs> joke. I beg your pardon. <laughs> and Brains On producer and archaeologist Anna Goldfield is here to fan the fires of fandom for the Cyclops. That's right, Team Cyclops is keeping one big, beautiful eye on the prize. <laughs> and here to judge it all is Charlotte from Framingham, Massachusetts. Charlotte plays the drums, paints landscapes, and is named after a famous spider. Welcome, Charlotte. Hi. So, Charlotte, which spider are you named after? I am named after Charlotte from the book Charlotte's Web by E.B. White. And you're a drummer as well. So, like, what's your favorite kind of beat to play? Anything really fast. Anything in 16th notes, 8th notes, anything around there. Is it like, do you like to play, like, hip-hop, rock and roll? A lot of things. 80s, 70s, 60s rock. Excellent. Will Charlotte want to go deep sea diving with the Kraken or do some island chilling with the Cyclops? Only she can tell. Charlotte, are you ready to judge this thing? Yes, definitely. Well, before we get into this debate, it's time to review the rules of the game. Every debate consists of four rounds of debate. The Declaration of Greatness, the Micro Round, the Sneak Attack, and the Final Six. Our judge, Charlotte, will award points to the team that impresses her the most after each round. But she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay. Anna, Matt, and Charlotte, are you ready? I was born ready. Yes. Definitely. (laughs) Great. Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. In this round, our debaters will present a well-crafted, immersive argument in favor of their sides. Then they'll each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. We flipped a coin, and Anna, you're up first. Tell us why Cyclops is everyone's favorite hardworking hero. If you think a jumbo squid with an appetite for destruction is awesomer than a cyclops, think again. You might know about the cyclops from pop culture. You know, those one-eyed beefcakes in the Percy Jackson books, or a bad guy from Disney's Hercules. But the legend is way older and way cooler than that. The most famous cyclops was a guy named Polyphemus from the Odyssey. That's an epic Greek poem written more than 2,500 years ago. It's the story of a king named Odysseus who has a run-in with a cyclops. But the story is from Odysseus's point of view. He paints the cyclops as a filthy brute and an absolute stinker, a bully whose only pastime is violence. Pfft, rude and unfair. Here to tell you his part, I am thrilled to introduce Polyphemus the Cyclops. Get in here, my guy. Krakens? Now that's a monster. Even I get the heebie-jeebies when I think about those suckers. 
Get it? Suckers! Because of the suction cups on the tentacles. You're doing great, bud. So I was just minding my own business on my island, watching over my beautiful sheep and my grapevines, when a ship full of sailors pulls up uninvited. These losers snatched and barbecued one of my favorite sheep. And when I came to tell them to get lost, they freaked out because I look a little different. You know, the whole giant with one eye thing. One thing led to another, and Odysseus sticks a spear in my eye. Ah! Oh, and I'm the monster. Exactly. Cyclops aren't monsters, but they are hard workers. They've been master builders and metalsmiths to the ancient Greek gods since, well... Since the beginning of time. We were created to make magical items for the Greek gods up on Mount Olympus. Zeus's thunderbolts? We make those. A helmet of invisibility for Hades, god of the underworld? We made that. A magical trident spear for Poseidon, god of the sea? You bet we made that. What does the Kraken make? A mess. Broken ships and traumatized sailors everywhere. People love a mythical character with a steady job. Yeah, what's the Kraken's job? Hooligan of the sea? Exactly. The Cyclops have also left their mark on language and storytelling. Ancient Greek walls still around today are called Cyclopean because they're made with huge blocks of stone, the kind that seems like only a Cyclops could move. Yeah, we prefer to make and not break, unlike Squidface McShipcrusher over here. And have you ever seen smoke rising from the top of a volcano? Greek myths say that Cyclops do their metalworking deep underground, where hot magma fuels their forges. When you see that smoke, you know they're making some amazing creations. We've always been great with fire. Last year, my family opened a restaurant called Cyclops Cave, where we broil everything over wood fires lit with hot magma. Whether you're making swords or sausages, it's all about controlling that flame. Wow, what a family of artists. And speaking of artists, to finish off with a real treat, we have in the studio music legend and Cyclops rock star, Bruce Strongstone. No way! I'm a huge fan! And not just because I'm actually huge. That's right, the one-eyed wonder himself, the big boss rock star, here to perform his new hit single. Take it away, Bruce! Just a hard-working average guy With two good hands and one good eye Yeah, I'm looking for, I'm looking for my shot I've been spending all day in the forges And building up a gorgeous reputation Cause a monster I am not I got my sheep, I got my wine, I got my Baby, that's just fine. Bruce, 
Bruce, Bruce, yay, encore. So, there you have it. Cyclops are hardworking, helpful, and have left a giant mark on the world. And, dare I say, our hearts. Krakens, they're all washed up. (laughs) Wow, a declaration of greatness full of giant stars. Charlotte, what stood out to you about Anna's argument? Well, I thought the magnifier used to um, cook foods was very innovative. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved hearing Polyphemus's version of the story of the Odyssey. It was very eye-opening to see what he really went through. Oh, too soon. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to prove why Cyclops are Cyclunkers, and your time starts now. Well, it's interesting to me that they leaned so far into the Cyclops being hardworking Joes and indeed not even monsters. Fine. Okay, I'll grant you that. I propose to you that monsters are cooler than not monsters. Also, the uh, they left out the end of... Uh, Polyphemus's story, which is that Odysseus sails away and the Cyclops just throws rocks at him and asks his daddy for help. It is pathetic, I'm afraid. <laughs> and time. Look, people can change. Uh, Polyphemus has had a really, 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 really long time to work on himself. And I, I think he's come a really long way and I'm very proud of him. <laughs> All right, Matt, it is your turn. Tell us why we should release the Krakens into our hearts. Sailors, I have good news and bad news. The good news is there are literally thousands of fish on the surface of the ocean surrounding the boat on all sides. Why is that good news? Because this is a fishing boat. All right, I keep forgetting. The bad news is that the fish are here because they have been pushed to the surface by a colossal kraken rising from the bottom of the sea. Oh no, it'll destroy the ship. Look, you can see its enormous arms all around the boat. Abandoned ship! Look, the arms, they're closing in around the ship. It almost looks like it's cradling the ship. Strangely gently. Quiet, you do. The Kraken is speaking. Oh, the woodwork on this ship is exquisite and so well polished. The crew has done a wonderful job taking care of it. I should go congratulate them. This is the story of the Kraken, a gigantic and awesome sea creature who's so terribly misunderstood, it seems. Excuse me? The Kraken is a beast, a mile and a half wide, with starfish arms or horns coming out of its back. Why, it's a medieval Scandinavian sailor. The Kraken sinks our ships, either with its horns or by creating a giant whirlpool. It's true. In ancient myths and stories, sea monsters would sink ships. But these beasts were being used as symbols to represent the power of the sea. 
Civilization has relied on the sea for millennia. It provides us with food and an incredibly important means of travel. But it can also be dangerous. Its depths are a vast and terrifying unknown. Its storms can test even the most experienced crew. And countless sailors were lost at sea throughout history. So humans told stories about monsters like the Kraken to help us understand the mystery and wrath of the ocean. And that incredible power makes it one of the coolest monsters of any monster ever. Begging your pardon, but the Kraken is actually a sort of giant octopus or squid. Hmm, black top hat, long overcoat, you must be from the 1800s. I am, sir. And it was in my time that science discovered that giant squid, up to fully 60 feet long, were entirely real. And surely the basis for the Kraken legend. Also true. In the middle of the 1800s, people found the dead bodies of giant squids and realized this was a whole new species. Since then, we've learned more about these amazing creatures. They live deep in the ocean, they can grow as long as a telephone pole, and unlike the monster in stories, they're quite shy. Krakens inspire us to learn more about nature as well. Um, actually, I'm a present-day movie expert, and in the film The Clash of the Titans, the Kraken is actually a huge monster with many clawed arms, as any real movie fan would know. Release the Kraken! Oh yes, the phrase release the Kraken has been used in everything from memes to rap songs. If you need a powerful image for your movie or lyrics or whatever, you need the Kraken, hands down. Yeah, you don't understand it's the Kraken. Like it's like none big. of you guys have seen, seen any movies. None of these Surely versions the are a mile and a half long. Friends, friends, you're all correct. What? what? The Kraken is all of these things and more. It's a legend so big, so mysterious, it's limited only by imagination. Wherever it appears, it carries the same message. The ocean belongs to the Kraken, and we humans only use it because it lets us. That is its power. Watch out! It's the Kraken! Aw, oh, you guys are so nice. Check out this great boat I found! Okay. A declaration of greatness that really sucks you in. Charlotte, what stood out to you about Matt's argument? Well, I loved hearing that the sea monsters, especially the Kraken, were the personification of the power of the sea, Um, as well as sort of going back in time and seeing the point of view of these mythological animals from different people. I thought that was really innovative and interesting. Indeed. All right, Anna, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to show why Kraken is just a big old hackin', and your time starts now. Listen, you got to be squidding me. (laughs) I want to ask you, (laughs) who would you rather get a hug from? I mean, (laughs) a big, strong cyclops, or, you know, you get more arms per hug with a Kraken, but you have to like your hugs cold, wet, and squid flavored so sure Mm -hmm. uh and finally who would you want as a friend a guy who can whip you up a thunderbolt or squidward's homicidal cousin and time i personally would love a cold 
suckery hug <laughs> from a whole bunch of giant arms. So, I mean, to each your own, I guess. Oh, the heart wants what the heart wants, and I, <laughs> exactly. I, don't, speak for, I don't speak for you, Matt. <laughs> All right, Charlotte, it is time to award some points. Give one point to the Declaration of Greatness you liked best, and one point to the most awesome rebuttal. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one team's jokes win you over, or were you swayed by their killer logic? Both points could go to the same debater. Each debater could get a point. It's up to you. Award your points, but don't tell us who they're going to. Have you made your decision? I have. Excellent. Matt and Anna, how are you two feeling so far? Confident, but not overconfident. (laughs) Hmm. Similarly, I feel powerful, yet slightly vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take a moment to stretch out your tentacles or grab your monocle. And we'll be right back with some more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to raging rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. What's up, debaters? Taylor Lincoln here with State of Debate's buddy of the century, Todd Douglas. Here I am, and we caught a big-time logical fallacy, which is a debate mistake that makes an argument super easy to defeat. It was a stinker of a slippery slope. That's when you say a small action will result in a big, earth-shattering outcome. It's an exaggeration to the max. Let's grab a seat in the cafeteria and listen in on this conversation between Jamie and Amanda. Want a piece of gum? Oh, (laughs) yes, please. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, what? Why would you blow a bubble? Uh, why wouldn't I? Because first you blow a bubble, then what's next? You blow a raspberry, then you blow a horn, then you blow over in the wind, then you fall off a mountain and break your arm? Amanda, I can't be your caretaker for six months while your arm heals. I just can't. I have too much going on right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. It's just one piece of gum. Man, that escalated quickly. It certainly did. Blowing a bubble is a small thing, and Jamie somehow drew a conclusion that it would end in a broken arm. Her logic blew away with the wind in that one. Okay, let's split a pack of bubble gum as we prepare for more dynamite debating. Catch you next time on... Stay Stay Up Debate! Smash Boom Best. You are listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Charlotte. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this transporting debate idea from Poppy. My debate idea is vacation versus field trip. That debate idea is really going places. We'll check back with Poppy at the end of this episode to see which side she thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate, Kraken versus Cyclops. That's right. And it's time for round two, the micro round. For the micro round challenge, each team has prepared a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. And Matt and Anna's prompt was special of the day. For this challenge, we asked them to imagine that their side is at a restaurant and either enjoying or describing the special of the day. 
Matt and Anna, there are a lot of specials you need to move, so let's hear you really sell them to the customers. Anna went first last time, so Matt, you're up. Let's see if you can whet our appetites with Kraken's special of the day. Good evening, and welcome to Shea Harryhausen, the fine dining restaurant for truly classy mythological horrors. Would you like to start with an appetizer, Mr. Kraken? Yes! I'd like to start off with 700 Atlantic salmon. As an appetizer? As part of an appetizer. Good heavens. How would you like them prepared? Our chef does an excellent filet. Oh, no, alive, please. Very good. Our chef also does an excellent nothing whatsoever. And perhaps I might interest you in the special of the day. A single-masted Viking longboat. Ooh, yes, please. Do you have the kind with the cool dragon carving in front? But of course we do, sir. Great. And 40 burly Viking oarsmen with the boat, please. On a scale of one to five, how burly? Oh, just a three tonight. And what wine goes with 700 salmon and a longboat full of oarsmen? I would recommend a Chardonnay, sir. Great. I'll have one of those and ten crayons to color with, one for each arm. Thank you so much. Very good, sir. Yay! Dragging all my food screaming to the bottom of the ocean is so tiring. What a great place! I can't wait to recommend it to Godzilla. I'm going to draw ten Viking dragons! Very nice work, Matt. Thank you. All right, Anna, now it's your turn to sell us on the Cyclops special. I can't believe you got a reservation for Cyclops Cave. It's so exclusive. Oh, I've had my name on the waiting list for months. I've heard nothing but rave reviews. Polyphemus's family runs it, so you know it's the real deal. And their ingredients are hyper-local. Everything's right from Polyphemus's island. I've heard it's so beautiful. Clear ocean water full of fish, grapevines as far as the eye can see, happy sheep grazing on the hills. Oh, here's our Cyclops waiter. Good evening, folks. Would you like to hear tonight's special? Um, definitely. Oh, yes. Tonight we have buttery fillets of sardine wrapped in grape leaves from our Cyclops Island grapevines with olive oil and herbs, then roasted over a wood fire and topped with a lemony sheep's milk cream sauce. Our sheep are from Polyphemus' own flock, and our chef knows each of them personally. He only selects milk from the gals who are in a good mood that day. Looks like the milk for our dishes today came from... Ah! Doris! She's a delight. I am drooling. I'll take the special. Make it two. Mm, Delicious. All right, Charlotte, what did you like about Matt and Anna's micro rounds? Well, I do think the Kraken definitely eats... A lot. (laughs) However, (laughs) the Cyclops definitely have the upper hand with the better food quality. And I do love a good family-owned restaurant. Very good points. All right, Charlotte, it is time to award a point for this micro round. But don't tell us who it's going to. Again, the criteria are up to you. It could be the restaurant you'd rather dine at, the one that snuck some facts in. Maybe one made you laugh. Have you made your decision? I have. Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. This is our improv round where debaters have to respond to a challenge on the spot. And today's sneak attack is super fan. 
Matt, and Anna for this challenge. We want you to be the number one super fan of your side's sports team. You paint your face, don your jersey, you go to every game, and you know all the cheers. Your challenge? Make up a team chant that's four lines long about why your side is the best. What sport do they play? What are they known for? Why should their opponents be scared? Does that make sense? I suppose, yes. Sure does. <laughs> All right, so we're looking for a four-line chant, you know. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. <laughs> Something along. Cracking no. Too aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Matt went first last time. So, Anna, you are up. Let's hear you make some noise for Cyclops. We got one eye. We're the best. C-Y-C-L-O-P-S. Woo! <laughs> the woo was the last two lines. Like, it's a really long woo. A really long woo. All the O's represent the eyes of the Cyclops team. All right, Matt, it's your turn to rev up the crowd for the Kraken. We're all here for the Kraken. Our foes are sorely lacking. We play sports of every kind, and our skill will blow your mind. Ooh, That's what I, got. I can. I like. I can picture the high kicks, the flips, <laughs> clapping, maybe some juggling. Mm-hmm. I will say, Krakens with pom poms. Yeah. See, with a, a beguiling with, image. With I I do ten of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I do like that. Yeah. It'd be very impressive. All right, Charlotte. Think about which side impressed you the most and award your fourth point. But don't tell us who you're giving it to. Have you made your decision? I have. Wonderful. It's time for our final round. The final six. In this round, each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Matt, you've got six words to tell us why Kraken is the Smash Boom best. Power. Majesty. Squid. Release the Kraken. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. All right, Anna, it's your turn. Let's hear six words that'll make us give two thumbs up to the one-eyed Cyclops. Even one eyeball sees. Kraken's whack. (laughs) All right, Charlotte, it's time to award a point for the final six. Have you made that decision? I have. All right, so tally up those points. Tallied. All right. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom best? I am. Drum roll, please. And the winner is... Cyclops. Oh, oh yeah. It, it was rigged. <laughs> well played, Matt. Well played. Worthy opponent. Thank you. Truly. Truly. So, Charlotte, was there a moment that really decided things for you? I think the overall energy that Cyclops is bringing. I do mm. think the Kraken is... Definitely doing well with their rhyming, with their sort of intellectual abilities. But Cyclops, they're bringing the energy. They're bringing good vibes. It's nice. Good vibes only for the Cyclops. Matt, may I say, your dulcet tones. A pleasure to listen to. Oh, thank you. And I really, really liked the micro round. The idea of a Kraken rocking up to some sort of marine drive through swim through <laughs> mm-hmm. It really painted a picture that, that delighted me. So thank you for that. 
Well, 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 thank you very much. I, uh, I liked very much that you uh, let Polyphemus tell his own story. I thought that was a, that was a very great move. And actually, as you were going into the thing about, uh, about you know, them being hardworking, salt-of-the-earth sorts of uh, entities, I was thinking, so you're going for kind of a Bruce Springsteen vibe, and then you went all the way for the Bruce Springsteen <laughs> vibe. So that was, that was, so yes, very, very nice work. Well, that's it for today's debate battle. Charlotte crowned Cyclops the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and Aaron Boldeslasi. We had engineering help from Alex Allenson and Alex Simpson with sound design by Rachel Breeze. Our editors are Shayla Farzan and Sandon Totten. And we had production help from Mark Sanchez, Anna Weigel, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producers, Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Foyerworker Otto. We want to give a special thanks to Brant Miller, Grace Onsred, Dylan Mietnin, Ewan Kerr, Andy Doucette, Austin Cross, and Taylor Kaufman. Anna, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? Um, I would like to give a shout-out to, to Matt for being a really fun debate pal oh, thank once you. we're done arguing about monsters let's be friends okay and also I would like to give a shout out to my wonderful partner who had to hear so many versions of the Cyclops song <laughs> <laughs> so many <laughs> And how about you, Matt? Any special shout-outs today? Well, I will give a shout-out to Anna in return, an absolutely wonderful debater and a well-deserved win. And I'm going to go ahead and give a shout-out to uh, Duck Washington, who is on another episode of this and who got me hooked up with this uh, show in the first place. And it's been a delight. Excellent. And Charlotte, how about you? Any special thanks or shout-outs? I'd like to give a special thanks to the team at Smash Boom Best for letting me come on and have this amazing time here. Thank you for being here. You did an awesome job. Before we go, let's check in with Poppy and see who she thinks should win her field trips versus vacations debate. I think vacation will win because you can be there longer than field trips. Do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Ta-ta! Have a good evening. Goodbye. Acting.